In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? What's the haps? It's been, um, I had a pretty boring Halloween. The highlight of my Halloween was our our episode that we recorded (laughs) Wednesday before Halloween. That was the highlight. Yeah. I'm happy to be a part of it. I didn't really do much. Um, No? Did you dress up again? Um, no, I didn't. It was like, we were invited to like one party, but it was like on Long Island. I was like, fuck that. Right. Um, (laughs) um, fuck those suburban losers. But it's funny because I do feel like Halloween is like, um, to the childless kind of feels like in your, in your early thirties, it Mm. does feel a little bit like Valentine's day when you're single. Cause there's so many, like, it's like a four five long day, like shoving of like all the little and it's cute this I is interesting in the beginning i really like it it's like oh it's a little skunk it's like so cute right the kids are um, dressed right. up yeah and they're adorable and then by like actual halloween you're like all right <laughs> <laughs> that's Fuck enough. that baby pumpkin right? yeah that's i don't need to see your whole fucking family dressed right. up as we've <laughs> seen it i don't need your kid in the wheelbarrow I need to see your kids' candy haul. Yeah, I mean, that Enough. sounds crazy and bitter, but like right. it is, um, it does. Shouldn't they be eating apples? I don't know. Is your feed like look like that? So it is. My feed does <laughs> look like that. It's interesting. You know, it, it is like, it, it is so interesting because it's like you're, it, it, we get these views of the world via this like one little keyhole of social media. Yeah. And then the keyhole the view of it keeps changing. Some people's keyholes just looking at hot chicks right. where, being a sexy butts fucking, boobs, yeah, yeah, butts and boobs and sexy, you know, elf on Halloween. Like, I don't know. And then some, and then all of a sudden it moves across the screen. It ages. Yes. And it's like, you know, it's like those Disney cartoons from back in the day. They would just go, you know, like it just fast forward. Well, yeah. no, the Disney cartoons would be like one, it'd be the cartoon in front of a screen that keeps moving behind it. Okay. You know, like we just, you know, the, the age just changes behind the keyhole. So it's like, then the baby, then the pregnant, you know, um, costumes come into play. And then, yeah. the, and then you see the kid, little baby in the, like I, I tweeted something about the, the baby, baby. In the pee or something. Right. Yeah. Like the, 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 the baby dressed as a lobster inside the pot. <laughs> And you go, I love it. It's yeah. great. But then you go, and then you're like, well, I don't want to be there. I don't want to <laughs> be with the baby in the pot. Like, I'm happy to be in hot chick, you know, sexy vampire land. Okay. I'm not in hot chick, sexy vampire land. Well, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I, and it's funny that like yeah. your view is like, yeah. you're like, I'm ready for that part of life a little bit. Yeah. And then you're looking at it, you're like, okay, enough. Yeah. I mean, I did think it was very cute day one. I was like, Absolutely. bring them on. And then it is because Halloween is like, as we, it's a Monday. So it's up, but it's mm. also just like a month long affair. Where, it's definitely like a week leading in. You're getting right. more and more and more. And then all of a sudden you're like, is it over yet? Yes. And then November 1st comes and you're like, finally, 
We can all relax. <laughs> it's done. Not right. Yeah. I, I did have a very similar feed of seeing it does. It, it is interesting because I didn't think of it until you mentioned it just now. Like I did have the. I, I this week I was like, maybe I'm ready. <laughs> and now you know why. <laughs> right. Now I know right, why. Because yeah. I did have these thoughts of this week of like. What am I doing? I'm 37. I should be in the suburbs. I should. I did have that this week. I, I was like, right? I, why am I feeling so this way? I'm feeling this, so down. You never see so much suburbs footage, too. Lot, yeah. People right. don't show it off until there's something to show. Yeah. Halloween is major, major sub, uh, suburbs footage week. I didn't even realize I had all these friends with kids. Because <laughs> they only bring them out to, to costume them up. Right. Yeah. Cute them up. Yeah. Show me when they're shitting their pants. Yeah, no one shows that. No, I and and it is funny. Like summertime, you get the I want to be single because I'm. Oh, look at they're off in Europe. They're in bikinis. Everyone's having right. a good time. They got abs. Fuck yeah! And then you go, who do I ever want to be in a relationship? And then you get to fall, and it's like, look at my baby and my sweet family, and look at we all right. and we're in theme. We're in theme. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're all lobsters. There's something, there's something about a family that dresses up as like a themed, a fully coordinated themed mm. outfit that you're like, this person has their shit together. They've done it right. They're yeah. doing a good right. job. Yeah. Like their family is getting along well enough. That right. They're all agreeing. Like you would assume the parents aren't screaming at each other if they're willing to dress up as like the Adams family. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. If you dressed up differently than your kids, shit has gone wrong. Right. Fucked Every, up. You doing your own outfit when you're married with kids? Right. That's weird. <laughs> right. Why are you, Dad? Why are you a sexy vampire? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you sleeping around on mom? So you, so you said to yourself, I, I could have a cult. You know, yeah. Since you were right. horse when you did you go? Did you do your shows in the horse? I did costume? my shows in the horse costume. Well, that was the other thing. You, you nailed it because. Based on my keyhole view of the world, I was like, oh, everyone. So I was in Richmond, Virginia. I didn't drink the whole weekend. I was feeling good. Okay. Sunday night, I was like, oh, I'll dress up. I'll go to the comedy cellar. I'll do shows. I'll dress as a horse Sunday night for the shows. I do. I go on stage uh, in costume every year. The right. same thing happens every year. It never goes well. It never. <laughs> so why do you keep doing it? <clears throat> I just think it's funny. Yeah, I, it's, I, for I, it's for me. Okay. I, so, and, but you go up and you can see the crowd is like, is he going to do horse jokes or is it just a horse doing jokes? Right. They're not sure what how are you much, doing. Right. Yeah. Is it, how much is this going to be incorporated into your right? Act? And I don't go all the way on either. I do a bunch of horse puns and you know, then I occasional neigh. Occasional neigh. <laughs> I give one of those. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. It, it just shows you how much like an audience and you, you, you need to lead. You can't right. waver. And I'm up there like horse and then I'll do some dating jokes and then I'll do some eating jokes. And then I'm like, ah, hey, for horses. Like, and they're like, what's going on here? So I did it Sunday night and no one else was dressed up. Like, I, and I was like surprised because okay. I was like, ah, oh, I guess it's over. Everyone did it Saturday because most people around a certain age, you did it Saturday. You did it Saturday. You got it done. You had your party. You got it out of your system. I went out on Monday and there was the parade in Greenwich Village. Yeah. I fucked up. I should have dressed up on Monday. Yeah. Monday is Halloween. I know. I just was again. 
You know, who, the person who dresses up Sunday night is a crazy person. Uh, yeah, I was just a guy in a horse yeah. costume for no Who's reason. dressing up on Sunday night? Well, my thought was like, it's over after this. Who celebrates on a Monday? But it's based on my like Instagram right. feed is like, <laughs> we're getting it done. We're not going out on a Monday. And then you got a Monday. It's mayhem in the streets. Oh, yeah. You just see everyone in costume. They, I got to the cellar. There's a bunch of people dressed up on stage. I was like. What the fuck? You, I, you didn't dress up? No. Oh my god! You have to dress up on actual Halloween. I, know, wow. I fucked up. That's that was crazy. a that was on me, and okay. I, I I was so mad at myself. I I really shouldn't. But you know, I was trying to. I told you I was trying to drink less. Right. But I like I chose Sunday as like my. I'm gonna have a horse costume. I'm gonna have a drink. I'm gonna like feel good about the people I hang out with and the drink and the whole thing. And I really did feel good. I had a good time. And then Monday comes along. I'm like, oh, you fucking blew your load. What the hell? You did not, you did not time this correctly. I didn't all time right. it well, correctly Well, next year you'll all. know. Next year Halloween will be on a Wednesday. Wednesday's great because week is over. You do a Wednesday night. <laughs> fuck it. Fair. The rest of the week's over. I'm not It's a very weird time. It's like weekend before, weekend after. It's going to be after. a little confusing. I'm there. I'll, I'll call it right now. I'm... I think it's going to be before, though. No, you can't. You're right. Because after, you're it's right. like, okay, it's over. Right. Like, Halloween's one of those things that don't trail. Yeah. They lead in. Exactly. Because once it's over, Fuck. it's like, it's November 3rd. We're not dressing up. No. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, you're... Oh, next year's going to be horrible. Yeah. Worse than potentially today, th this year. Because if it's on a Monday, you know it's, it's Monday. Like you Saturday know you, and Monday. You get Saturday and Monday. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday, you're like... Uh, what are you yeah. doing? On, some people do the Saturday on, on the Wednesday one. Unless, you know, we're recording this before the midterms. Maybe someone put that on their platform. I hope to God. that won't be an issue for next year. The real issues. Yeah. They need to be decided in this midterm. No one's really talking about the election. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are talking about the election. A little bit. <laughs> if you go to a town that's not, I mean, if you go to some towns, I will tell you this. I am, I travel this country. I see the country. Mm -hmm. The commercials in some of these towns scare the living fucking shit out the of The political commercials? They are so annoyingly fucking brutal and scary and yeah. they're all in black and white and it's like, if you don't vote, you're gonna die in the streets. And you're like, just let me go back to New York City. Like, let me get out of here. Like, what, what has happened to everybody? And everyone's a little high. You can feel the, the, the everyone's on tense. edge. Yeah. It's very tense out there. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to these the elections being over elections halloween we can all relax <laughs> we can all finally, finally chill and get to your favorite holiday yeah, i'm sure the country oh. will be brought together after they're done yeah i also <laughs> wanted to exactly as, as we do yeah um i also discovered just randomly switching the topic i randomly discovered that and i thought this would be a good warning to all the single people out there mm. is i discovered i have the new iphone and part of the new iPhone is you can edit a text, right? So this was the big promise going into this new iPhone. I haven't experienced it. How, do you have the new one? I don't. I need a new one because my literally I'm charging as we do this. I I do seven charges a day at this point. Okay. So I need to I need to get a new best friend. <laughs> yeah, you 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 do an upgrade. <clears throat> I need an upgrade. <laughs> How is it? How's the new iPhone? It's so, the same except for the charger. I mean, the the camera obviously, as always, is a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's pretty much exactly the same, except for you can edit these texts. So how does that go? So I can, if I send you a message, I can click, you know how like sometimes you can click to copy? One right. of the options will be like edit. Wow. So at first I'm like, cool. Like I sometimes use like words. I kind of, especially if you're speaking to someone like in a more sensitive nature, you're like, oh, I should have used this word. I'm going to like edit it to say, like I wrote it and then I write it back. I'm like, eh, I should have said like happy to instead of like 
excited to or something. But how do you know when they've seen it? Well, I, that's why I kind of felt like you, well, in my head, in my head, right. I'm like, you got to do it pretty quick. So I've been doing this for like two days. And then I'm like, I, I, I have the, Mike doesn't have the new iPhone. So I'm like randomly decide to tell him about this feature. He's like, oh, this, I don't have this feature. Um, so then I show him on my, um, on my phone, like I text him and then I edit it. And then on his phone, it pops up, Jordana edited it to ah, say. Ah, <laughs> yes. Good to know. This is, you're doing a mitzvah. You're yeah. telling people. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm mortified. It said <laughs> all, the, all the edit that I've done after I've done it to the whole point is that like right. it was done quickly <laughs> enough that they didn't. Now, I, now I'm like, that's so much worse. Now I seem like this huge loser who's crazy like, person right, or like trying intensely to impress them or like i'm now i'm like going through all, i don't even remember everyone i said it to oh no uh i just thought it said like like a little edited thing underneath like in like an instagram no, it's caption in big lights it's yeah no it's just like it's a new message oh they they resend it the it, new one no it's like instead of a new thing it says okay so the, the original message say so i say hi jared how are you mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh i shouldn't have said how are you so i delete the how, how are you and then and then it'll say Jordana edited to delete the how are you. So it tells them exactly what exactly you took what out? Exactly what you edited. Oh, no, no, no. This is, defeats the whole purpose. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so you're, there will be people, as, and this is what happens with new technology. Like there's people like right. yeah, that I'll, get fucked over I'll by I'll show it. you. So there's going to be people that will be like, go fuck yourself. And then they go, oh, no, you know what? I'll take it back. How was your day? And then it'd be like, Jordana edited, go fuck yourself to how was your day? And, and then that realize. person is walking around being like, hey, you didn't get my text. And they're like, you told me to go fuck myself. So they don't even know. Right. They don't even, I didn't know. And then I'm like, oh my God, if I had known this, I wouldn't have edited anything. Did you go back to the people that you edited right, like, on? What does it say on yours? All right, let me see. All right. I, Mine, it just says, hey, and it says edited a little bit underneath. It says, hey, how are you? Edited to, hey. <laughs> oh my God. This is Mortifying. a disaster. Mortifying. Well, um, this is, I mean, th- you're I welcome. How, this I, podcast is a saying. gift. If I were, because I feel like people would probably use that the most when, when you're single and you're in the beginning stages of texting, you're like constantly second guessing everything right. you're texting. So I feel like if I hadn't known and I was single, I would be texting a guy and then be like, actually, I feel like I shouldn't have used that word. That was like too, oh. too enthusiastic. Let me, let me delete that. Did you guys know that this was a thing? Sean, Sean knew. knew. I didn't even know you could edit text. I mean, I'm so far. It's very wow. new. Green, te- green text always going to say editing. Well, I'm looking green at it right now. Uh, hey, how are you? Edited to hey. I'm mortified. Look at Aunt Jordana to the rescue <laughs> to the you up listenership. I yeah, that is mortifying. I, I mean, also uh, like if you wrote for me. <laughs> if you wrote hey exclamation point and you were like really like in your head and then you edited it to just hey regular. <laughs> it's like <laughs> edited to hey like what? This seems crazy that they wouldn't come that they wouldn't be like telling you exactly how that was gonna work. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. This is, you're like Paul Revere. I mean. <laughs> the texts warn you. The texts warn you. know, the, 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 what would it be? The, the edit is coming. The edit is coming. Make sure you don't edit. It's going to tell whoever you're telling. Yeah, it's not. You remember in the beginning of Instagram stories, people couldn't, didn't know, like they thought if you screenshotted it. It would show yeah, the screenshot. Right. Which isn't the case, but it, that's better than the other way around. No, the other way around, know. we'd have mayhem in the streets, fires. We wouldn't, you think right? the country's divided now? 
<laughs> you think we got problems like voting now? Snapchat best friends. Snapchat best friends. I mean, this happened with the iPad connected to your phone. A lot oh, of divorces yeah. yes. around that area. I would love to see the graph of like iPads come out and then like three months later, all these divorces happen because the cloud, the cloud would connect your iPad to your phone and someone is out at night being like, hey, baby, had to get away from the wife and kids. And then the <laughs> wife is at home being like reading it on the iPad while reading like some story to the kid. You know, it's a nightmare. Yeah. The, the son's like, Elmo, wait, dad's texting. <laughs> Can't wait to see those hot titties. <laughs> <laughs> Sees it on the iPad. Yeah, this is uh, messed up. Yeah, we right. are. This is why I talk about this a lot. This is why Gen Gen uh, our generation millennials getting canceled by Gen Z is so fucked up. Because they know more. Gen Z was brought up with all of these like things you're told about before. The idea of like being on social media to us, we're like fuck it, right. <laughs> we used to Facebook accounts. What am I going to call myself? On I had a friend who's like his name on Facebook was like Duty McFartstein. <laughs> then he applied for college. And then he's like, yeah. And then he's like, why am I not getting into any what's schools? What's going on? <laughs> no, right. I mean like we were in college when it came out. So okay. Duty McFartstein <laughs> then goes and why like, why am I not getting a job? Yeah, wait. <laughs> well, we looked through your history online, and there's a lot of Duty McFartstein things out there. <laughs> And you, yeah, and the Gen Z kid who's in college is like, I have to have a. They know to be professional in this world. To us, or it was private, the internet. Yeah. It was fucking nerds and losers. Just nerds and losers and teachers. Yeah, who's gonna Aww. see this? <laughs> I'll be Duty McFartstein on Facebook. Who would know? Now that's your name, your whole life. And you're known as the person who didn't realize people can see that you edit your texts. Right. This is why millennials should be given kind of a pass on a lot of things. Like, we are the test generation. Or something pops up to tell you the ins and outs of the new yeah. feature that Bef you're about to use. Right. before It should have had that screen. Yeah. Before, here are the new features. It was probably on the terms and conditions thing that you just clicked. Like, like, like yeah, no, no fucking problem. That, right. You know, like, here are the new features. One, if you edit a text, we're going to let that person know. In a new, in a specifically new text. Yeah, because then you go to the phone, you go, oh, they're texting again. <laughs> Edited to, hey. I'm so embarrassed and I actually only did this for like one day. There's someone out there who's like, you can go fuck yourself and you're never going to see me again and fuck off and tell your mom, I think she's a fat piece of shit too. And then they go, you know what? You got ahead of yourself. Thank God for this edit button. And then they hit the edit to, I, I love your mom. Right. <laughs> it's like, you've just saved lives. Thank you. Edit. Mine, Thank you. specifically. You're, wel you're welcome to the audience. Um, but anyway, I wanted to, we, we have a few announcements. Um, do you want to- We got a sweepstake. Yeah. I, I, before, you know, on a more somber note, yeah. on a less duty McFartstein note, um, a friend of mine passed away recently and he's a big huge part of the comedy seller community and steve king was a wonderful wonderful guy and someone that i saw every single night i was at the cellar if you've been to the comedy cellar in new york you probably you know were one he was the head of security there so probably protected by him in some way and also just you know taken care of in a great he's just a nice he was the nicest guy in the world and Literally saw him Monday night and he, you know, uh, he had passed away the next morning and it was like uh, such a sad and we're all feeling it. So there's a GoFundMe set up um, 
If you can give, if you can share, whatever it is. Um, it's in the description of this episode and he's got kids and a wife and all that stuff. So it's just yeah. super sad, you know, no, you know, awful. it's like, and yeah. you know, we, it's weird because you go out into the great big world and you meet all these people and you become you friends. Know, yeah. You never know who's going to be there one night. And then, you know, so. Yeah. And if you've been to the comedy cellar, as I'm sure a lot of you have right. since Jared, Jared's there and a lot of just great, great comedy shows. I'm sure you guys have seen him. So just a wonderful person and good dad, good husband, all that stuff. And so it's so sad. So I wanted to make sure that we were a part of helping out and sharing the link. So in the description of this episode is a GoFundMe that oh, so many comedians have been sharing. If you follow any comics, they're, it's on their stuff right now. So I wanted to make sure that we put that out there. So, but all, but otherwise we have other announcements. Yes. We are, it's our five-year anniversary coming. Our, we're about to be five years old. It's a big Wild. one. Big one. Wow, we can finally dress ourselves up as a lobster in a pot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, Maddie and, and Maddie and Sean will take us, uh, will we'll dress take, us up and take us. Uh, yeah. Take us out for candy. <laughs> to ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> what are, so what are, we're doing something big here. You got your boogie jar. You're, you are five years old. I got my boogie <laughs> jar. <laughs> or we're getting you one. We, we're we, getting yeah, I thought we were going to have a boogie one. jar. Maddie, where's the boogie jar? Some people are not interested. People aren't interested in the boogie jar. Okay, thank okay. you. I, uh, I guess we'll see. Guess, okay. we're, guess we're not getting a boogie jar. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you so we have a special um, five-year anniversary sweepstakes because um, yes. we know there's nothing more than you than what you guys would enjoy than a individual ten-minute Zoom right. with Jared and I. We can talk, chit chat. You can have and listen the Zoom if it's you and a couple, you know. Bring your friends. People, bring you your want. friends. Yeah. Whatever it is, we're gonna do a ten minute Zoom with you. Uh, all you have to do to enter is screenshot you listening to one of the benefits with episode or some some form of proof that you are a benefits subscriber, um, and that can be you listening to the episode or you taking a screenshot showing that you're um, a subscriber on Spotify or Apple, whichever one you choose, and email that to sweeps at betches .com to be entered to win this uh, the Zoom conversation with Jared and I. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. And what a great thing. And if you're not a benefit subscriber, subscribe and then send us the proof that you're a subscriber so you can enter into the sweepstake. Uh, all you got to do is go search you up with benefits on Spotify or just hit that button on the Apple podcast app. Um, anything else going on? Uh, I, I listened to last week's oversharing. I listened. It was great. Thank you. I, I refrain from texting you. Sometimes I text you throughout my whole listening experience. And I no, I, love, that, I, I appreciate that. As, I, long, I, as there, long as I remember. Sometimes it's I, like I don't fully remember what. Because it's like this. When totally. we record this show, the second we leave, I have amnesia. Right. And someone's <laughs> like, that thing you said, you guys should totally do that. I'm like, what thing? Right. When did we say that? I, I don't. <laughs> exactly. It's not like anyone knows I would never date a teacher. But I... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Yeah. Who? Um, no, I, no, I agree. So I, that's why I refrain because I was like, I don't want to like, but I, I fully enjoy listening to you and Dr. Naomi. Thank you. Un, Unhat, like it, it, so many of these issues that people send into your, your show and that show is they're so difficult. Right. Like yeah, well, that's why I like to bring in a professional. So it's not like, because they're very well, serious. They're very serious. You added yeah. a yeah. a pre-roll. 
that I says, notice that says that um, this is not a replacement yes. for an actual medical professional. Of course. And I was yeah. like, I was like, oh shit, what's getting real here? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. I mean, yeah, this is like this is a nice bo- therapy booster, but I wouldn't say it's uh, yeah. it's it it should be the main event. I'm trying to think of what was the one that really got me thinking. It's always the should I be triggered part of the oh, show. Oh, the triggered? So, yeah, some people think that's insensitive. but Why? Because you're ranking other people's triggers. I've gotten some messages about that. I don't believe... I I mean, you've really <laughs> gone down the the the, the rabbit's hole of right. looking for ways to be triggered. Yeah. They're triggered, triggered by, by ranking you ranking triggers? triggers? <laughs> yes. uh, Very ironic. Now we sound old. I, um. <laughs> so, no, I... Um, so there was one with the, the anniversary triggering... Yeah. Which I loved the way you and your sister talked about it. Okay. Because it was like, she told him she wants a gift and then he was an idiot. And then you were telling him to lie, which was hilarious. <laughs> it's Just, late. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a white lie is okay every now and then. Right. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. But then your sister brought up the point of like him not lying kind of shows that he thinks this is the right thing to do. Oh, I got you a gift. It'll be here next week. Right. Like it was just an interesting talk. Sometimes lying I, means you care more. Yeah, and, and that's or you're just not an idiot, you know. Like, I I don't know because I'm not a gift giver in that way or care that much about gift or receiving gifts. But it was a uh, it's just interesting the the idea of like how much can you change someone, right? And that's hard. That was it was a great yeah. episode. And, so and you got shows listen. right. If you're in Boston this weekend, Saturday I'm doing a seven forty five or seven thirty seven something. Don't quote me. <laughs> and then there's a late show. The seven, the early show's sold out. It's too the late, late for you. You're, you're done. You're, but the idea that you can't come to the late show on a Saturday. Course, like That's even better. You get dinner before. Dinner before. You'll be done by 10, 30, 11. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah. I, I, the, someone was like, is there any for the early show? I'm like, what are you, what are you a fucking loser? You can't go out till 11 on a Saturday night? And also, if you can't, then you can't. It's okay. It's okay. I don't need you to come. I don't know. I, no one loves their fans more than Jared. Right. What do you, well, I talk to them realistically. Yeah, no, I, I'm Saturday speaking to you night, as a human. What time is what the late show? What are you, a show? fucking loser? You know? What time is the late show? 9.30? At the latest. That's I don't the even perfect, know. You get dinner at 7.30. Right. Leisurely. Done by 9. Right. Head over. You can get your you know, cheese steak, wontons, whatever garbage they serve in Boston. And then <laughs> you can come. <laughs> There's something about wont or not. They, they serve spring rolls at every restaurant. There was a Even period. Even non-Chinese restaurants? It's crazy. Every restaurant in Boston, for some reason, got really into having like spring, spring rolls. rolls with different things in them. Okay, like, so it's like oh, the charcuterie we, with the first spring, ro- spring rolls. Right. They go, oh, we do a cheesesteak spring roll. We do a buffalo chicken spring roll. like a pastry roll. or something? Or like, yeah, like, I, I, just, I don't know. I was or like, a calzone? This is, yeah, this is the level of, of, of culinary skill we have here. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm from this town. Class it up. <laughs> so, you, you heard it here. Yeah, so jaredfree.com, Boston. Miami for Thanksgiving, Virginia Beach. Um, come, come, come. Jaredfree.com, assemble the group chat. Uh, Boston's going to be this weekend. That's going to be like a, I'm really coming in with special taping energy. I got, I'm doing all the material for the specials. He's getting so. ready for, for you in New York. Cha, 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 one, two, one, two. I'm in the. 
One more thing for Plug City. Um, we've got new DST hosts. It's a great new show. We really freshened it up. We've got new hosts, Remy and Emily, and you can listen to them every Sunday and Thursday on Diet Starts Tomorrow, anywhere you get your podcast. I'm sure Jared will be a guest. I'm taking some time off. The, the 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 villagers revolted to, on me on Facebook. I saw that thread. I actually feel like it was like one person who revolted against you and the rest of the people were like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? It we was love very, Jared. Well, I'm in the Facebook fan group. And then I saw group. you got involved, which was also very funny. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, <laughs> like, I'm literally on my, I go on Facebook like once a month and then the first thing that comes up is like, so-and-so commented and Diane starts tomorrow. Doesn't Jared complain too much or okay. something like that? Fine. I was like, that's what that I do. Was, that was the original, the OP as they call them, the original poster. But yeah. every single other person was like, shut the fuck up. Right. They were, the people were very nice. I, I <laughs> To you, not to me. To, to me, yeah. yeah, that person. I I don't think I think on the internet you only hear the bad and you only hear the people who it's agree all with you. Anyone remembers, right? But, so yeah. I only hear the bad, and then I'm sure that person. I want to take their face and smush it into the people that disagreed with them, <laughs> but then uh, she'll only see the person that's like, "You're right," the one out of a thousand. It's right. like Jared is a little complaining, really. <laughs> Well, Am I? Well, now that you're getting, now that they know you're in there. Yeah. Now, maybe <laughs> oh, I'm in there. I'm watching everything. This is like the, uh, it's like realizing that you edited a text. Right. Someone can see it. Her face. Oh my God. He's here. He's here. The murderer's in the house. It's like sending the message, the screenshot to the person you screenshotted. <laughs> Oops. Don't you think Jared's a little complaining? Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's me, actually. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flat 
flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. All right, let's get into our show. What are we talking about today? We're talking about people who break up but still live together. I'll read it. Hi, J&J. I broke up with my boyfriend yesterday. We've been together five years. (laughs) I just imagine. And we're done turning onto her computer to type out an email to us. That is a quick turnaround. Right. Yeah. Well, clearly, okay, if you do the breaking up, as we know, the person who does the breaking up has been thinking about it for quite some time. Absolutely. Especially in five years. We've been together five years and live in a small 550 square foot apartment together with our dog. The breakup is amicable and it was a long time coming, to be honest. It was for them. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the boyfriend might be a disagree. Yeah. It was clear we were friends at this point and nothing more. So I know this was the right decision for us. The problem is that a clean break will be impossible for us. With the rental market how it currently is, neither one of us can really afford to rent on our own, despite him being an accountant and me a lawyer. He has no debt and would be in a much better position to find somewhere to rent. But with my student loan debt from law school, I would really struggle. Neither of us have family to lean on either. His family's in Europe and mine is a 15-hour drive away. We've discussed continuing to live together until the rental market cools down. My question is this. How do we navigate cohabiting post-breakup and how do we avoid falling back into the routine of a relationship when it's time to move on from? Thanks for all your help. Here's our biggest mistake. I noticed it, right? The, the answer's in the email. Let's hear it. As we've said many times. Yes. She's speaking in we terms and not me terms. Right. It's over, baby girl. Over. It's done. You're not we. It's not us. It's the right decision for us. Right decision for us. How do we nag- navigate cohabitate? No. <laughs> How do I get out of this situation, right? Yeah, I mean, that was my immediate thing. She's like, how do I make this living together thing work? You don't. No, get the fuck get the out. out. What are you talking about? The house about? is on fire. Right. <laughs> you know what, what are you talking about? Make it work. I understand like that's, maybe, maybe that sounds like a privileged way to speak, but there are, get a roommate. Get a roommate. Get someone to take, take over a, your lease. Take a loan. Take a, whatever, whatever you need to do. Get the fuck out of there. There's <laughs> no reason. Also, she's saying this from the position it sounds like, based on the way it's written, amicable, us, whatever. She's cool with the breakup. You don't know how that other person's feeling. And usually they're not feeling great and looking to try and make it work, you know, trying to get back with you or they're just hurting. So you're in a 550 square foot apartment with the dog. That ain't the dog touching your ankle. That's him with his boner. Right. And that's him trying to be like, ah, you know, we've done it before. And then you back into this fucking thing that you don't, a breakup, you got to get away, get away from them. Social media wise, physically, mentally, all this shit. And this is all, and I, she says he has no debt and be in a much better position to find somewhere to rent. Not your problem. Your this is your problem. No, yeah, she's you, she broke much, up with him. And again, this is a five year relationship, so she's used to this. I understand why she's like us. We right. that's what it's been for five years. It's over. 
so she needs to go and she needs to, first of all, air mattress, buy one. Go stay with a friend. Stay with a friend. Get out of the same bed. Yeah, that's crazy. It's all of this is not so, but I also understand. I mean, an hour after they broke, we broke up yesterday and <laughs> yeah. she's like, what should we do? I do. I empathize with her, but like, this is a do This is us giving you the, the hard shot of penicillin. Like, yeah. We're, we're both saying the same thing. Like, I, I wrote that down. I wrote, get, I literally have written, um, uh, get the fuck out. <laughs> you stupid idiot. No, I. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I mean, it didn't make any sense. She was like, so clearly I can't leave. Like, no. No, 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 no. Clearly you should leave. Also, if you're going to break up with someone and she says like, it's amicable. If you're going to break up with someone, you have to figure that out. Before you leave, right. before you do it. I think it's the responsibility of the person who's breaking up with the person to figure out the living situation on their behalf. It goes, maybe I, give I, them some options. I've done want. this thought process. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had this conversation. It was fucking brutal. Um, well, was it? Well, you know, you have now less what? debt <laughs> and uh, we'd be in a much better <laughs> position to find somewhere to rent. No, it's <laughs> not. We break up now. What? Right. No, you, you gotta, uh, this is you why breakup. This is yeah. why when a breakup is explained from someone, it always sounds bad. And their stuff was packed out. They had a whole plan to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, that's nice. Yes, yeah. they were doing the best to make this as fucking easy as possible on everyone involved, especially themselves. So, like, I—I I mean, again, privileged. Let's acknowledge. Sure. Like, I was willing to take a sack of Pay money. Your way out of it. I would have taken a sack with a big money sign on the top and poured it on them while they rubbed their titties <laughs> and like like they won fucking prices right. It would have been, you know, any amount if that of money. Was all it took. Sure. Take yeah. it, please. Sorry. Take more. That you know. So that's a place of privilege. But I, but that's the thinking you have to have going in. It, it might not be money. It might right. be okay. The the first decision: Am I breaking up? Yes. yes. Second decision: What will happen? How will the thread come on undone right you have to step you have to step like uh or think three steps ahead right so then it's like okay i and again not we not his you know debts we I, are amicable right i have to either do this this or this i wrote down sublet move out move home get an air mattress and put it in the living room yeah you know i know it's a studio but like we gotta and i i also wrote this down she wrote something very specific that is a lesson for life, not just this. I And I consider it a lesson of life for me. Okay. Wait till the market cools down. That is the dumbest thing she's written, <laughs> I, but also the most relatable. I'm going to wait to see what the Fed does with right. the interest hikes. <laughs> you can't time the market. This is, a, this is, actually, this is actually a financial um, advice that's given. Yes. When you go into the market, you don't just dump in on one day. You dollar cost average. Yeah. So you put in you win equal, some, you lose some. So, right. Yeah. And, it, and over the course of time, it brings down what you would have spent because you're not going to go on a high day. You're not going to go on a low day. You're always going to go a little bit in between. And that's kind of the same for a breakup and for how kind of you should move through life a little bit. 
Right. You don't want to just, everything happens on one day. No, no, no. So I'm breaking up with you and here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get an air mattress. I'm going to stay here. At the end of the month, I'm able to find a way to like move in with my friend. And that's where I'm going to go for a little bit. And then, you know. I wouldn't even wait till the end of the month. I would go to your friends whatever, now. But whatever it is, have a consistent plan. Yeah. Her issue is that she didn't plan this out before that. Right. Don't break up <laughs> with someone and then be like, well, what are we going to do? Mm-mm. Like. Huge mistake. Yeah. But listen, you're here. You're listening to us. We're giving this. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't write this email like three months ago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting. (laughs) She's just been waiting by her computer. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Okay. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your awkward sex. Are we getting a lot of awkward sex stories? We get a lot, right? We could always we use could more always of. use more awkward sex. Things are funny that are this is good to hear. And I don't think they have to be funny. I mean, I don't want them to be, dep- I don't want them to be <laughs> sad. <laughs> like, I don't want that. Don't, and I, don't get me entertaining. wrong. Entertaining. We want them to be entertaining. Thoughtful. Yes. You know, give us something. And I, I love this we'll, imagery. We'll work with it. Give us a bone to gnaw on. Yeah. You know, this one's got some gnaw. This is a longer one. Yeah. 
J&J, shout out for making this journey of dating way more relatable and hilarious. Here's an awkward sex story from when I was studying abroad. Abroad seems to be a place of... To have a lot of awkward sex. Right. Yeah. Every Tuesday night... I that is. I think language barrier, one, two, you're out of your country, so you feel you can do whatever you want. You don't feel like right. everyone's watching you. You know, things are at different hours of the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, I also think it might be, like, easier than than whatever you're, you went to college. Like, the classes are a little bit more of, like, Class a load. joke sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree with that. Um, I didn't really do, you know, I think also we have a female listenership. I think women go abroad, and that's when they feel a little... Oh, I'm going to, right. Well, I'm going to like, oh, I'm going to, it's my experimental phase. Right. I'm going to have my hoe phase while I'm in Italia. I mean, yeah, that's the dream, right? Right. I want to have my eat, pray, love. Eat my pussy, pray on these titties, and love my asshole. There you go. That's the, you know, that's Jared's abroad guide. If anyone wants to know the places to go. I'm writing a book. (laughs) How to have fun as a young woman abroad. There you go. Eat my pussy. Okay. I don't like that word. <laughs> Pussy? Yeah. Vagina? I guess. There's no good I still don't think I've heard a, a good work word for vagina. Hole? No. Okay. I'm just, okay. I'm, listen, we're just getting, testing. Getting worse. <laughs> Maddie almost left the room. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess, what are the other names? Labes. Labes? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't no. know. If you guys have a good, have a word that you think is is a we good have to, word, we have to normalize the vagina. Email it in uup at betches.com. Email what you think the vagina should be called. It just shows how disgusting men are: cock, penis, mm. pee pee, schlong, dong, dick, dick, hog, penis, <laughs> penis, penis. I love penis. Penis is actually not a bad word. Penis is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, penis. <laughs> Every Tuesday night, my American friends and I would hit the same bar for the drink specials and get pretty drunk. One night early on in our semester, I thought there was a dance circle forming, and so I joined it. Just that. <laughs> Only to realize later that this was just a group of friends dancing. I was the only one random. That could be like the whole story. I feel That like, is right? hilarious. That's its own story. <laughs> Oh, you guys know each that's, other? That's a nightmare. <laughs> Amico's this girl is really friendly. She right. just wants, you know. Waltzed up. <laughs> Who's this chick? <laughs> this is how I met this really hot local guy and all his friends. Oh, so this is great. Maybe people should do this in bars. Just start just dancing start a dance with, with circles. Your, with your group and then see if anyone jumps in. Right. Like a hora. We'll see if it, yeah, create your own hora. <laughs> yeah. See if anyone pops in. Hot local guy guy and I danced and kissed that night, then continued to see each other on these weekly bar nights until we started until we started making other plans and dates. In this country, college is obviously cheaper, and most college-age people live with their parents while they go to their school. So the Americans uh, were known for being unsurpri- unsupervised partiers, living in nice apartments since we were somehow saving on tuition by going to school abroad. One night I was out with him and his friends who I started to get close with. And one of the girls asked me if I was going to invite him over to stay the night. It had been a handful of dates, bar nights uh, and bar nights, but we hadn't hooked up yet. He overheard her say that. So then I unsmoothly invited him over. I'd been wanting to do it, but really didn't know uh, how to make the move. And I think he felt the same since he was inviting himself over to mine because he lived with his parents. Right. So we were at my place and my roommate is already home and our room's asleep. I then had the great idea of moving my twin mattress out 
the slider to the balcony. I feel like every there's every single person has at one point gotten drunk and decided it would be a good idea to like move a piece of furniture right. to a better spot. <laughs> right. To go, I'll redecorate now. Right. I'm going to move yeah. this to the balcony. Right. It's weird. To, I was a bed on the balcony. I guess she didn't want to have sex next to her roommate. Right. I guess in, Instead of, we'll do it in front of the neighbors. <laughs> Uh, we started making out, and he asked if I had ever had sex on a balcony. <laughs> it's such a dude thing. Yeah. Hey, you ever fucked on a balcony before? Look Just where like, we are. Oh. <laughs> Which I took as a hint as where this was going. But as we're making out, something felt a little off. Like the tempo wasn't quite right, and I noticed he wasn't undressing me. I also started to get self-conscious because I couldn't tell if he was all the way hard. So as a last attempt to try and pick up the heat of this makeout, I upped the tempo and pulled out my best moves. Mine, I don't know, what are your best moves? I have no idea. She, I mean, like, she's a, she joins dance, dance circles, yeah, so maybe she has moves. Got some moves. Mind you, everything was still over the pants. Then all of a sudden, I heard him say, I heard him say, it's done. It's done. <laughs> and I like, go, what's done? And he said, are you going to make me say it? I already ejaculated. Oh, my God. Ejaculated is a very unsexy <laughs> word if we're talking about. Yeah. Ejaculated. Bad words. Ejaculated. <laughs> ejaculated. Yeah, it's a hard J. Ejaculated. I ejaculate. Oh, I even saying that like Sounds makes. very clinical. Yeah. In my head, I just hear wah, wah. Uh, yeah. Da, speaking of prices, right. Dun, 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 yeah, that's dun, especially bad dun, for him because he was like. Have you ever had sex on a balcony? <laughs> He's upping it up. Well, you're not going to tonight. <laughs> Good luck next time. I was so caught off guard and didn't know what to say and stupidly responded, but we didn't have sex on the balcony. That didn't help. <laughs> the rest of the night was pretty awkward. He had to go, quote unquote, clean up. Ugh. <laughs> I had to put my mattress back. <laughs> Saddest movers ever. <laughs> I'm just moving. I guess I'll go back to sleep with my roommate. Right. Then we just slept. I had every intention of skipping my 8 a.m. the next morning, but when my alarm went off, I couldn't get out of bed faster, leaving him in the room with my sleeping roommate. We continued talking, but everything was uh, felt a little off for a few days after that. To make things weirder, I was going on a camping trip with his friends that were becoming my friends the coming weekend, and we couldn't, and he couldn't go. While on this camping trip, I told the girl I was closest with what happened. She started. She was dating his best friend, and turned out she already knew the whole thing. I guess he confided in his friend and was worried I would talk, wouldn't talk to him anymore. Turns out the wicked hot guy was a virgin. Well, he does live with his parents. So. <laughs> virgin <laughs> loser. <laughs> All this seemed really sweet. He helped explain why everything was so weird. It made me want to keep seeing him. The next time I invited him over, he ended up telling me he was a virgin before things got hot. And let me tell you, he clearly did some research after the first attempt. Like he even did the pillow under the hips trick. It ended <laughs> Some Googling. <laughs> right. This guy is Rocky Balboa. Oh he went God. and found, you know, a trainer. We got to get your hips into it, kid. Oh, my God. You can't ejaculate in your pants. She's softly taking his virginity with the pillow. With the pillow is great. You're going to put the pillow under the hips. You're going to wow her next time, kid. I'm the trainer. Is he Italian? Should you be doing well, Italian? I'm doing action? Mickey. Oh, okay. Mickey, because this guy ejaculated his pants. Then he goes home, he trains, he hires a sex trainer. Yes. I've built a whole reality. 
Love it. Uh, it ended up being very good sex, and we continued to date for the rest of the semester. Wicked Hot Guy went on to become a model and is still, 10 years later, very hot. When I see his professional shirtless pics pop up on my Instagram feed, I smile and chuckle. I think back to that one night that he ejaculated in his... No, I'm kidding. This me. <laughs> Thinking back to our fun little thing. Thanks for listening. Visas and V-cards. What do you think? Um, it's a sweet it's, tale. It's yeah. a lesson. There's a lesson in this tale. What's the lesson? Communication helps sex. There you go. I mean, the minute she this guy was like... to a children's book. Right. That's <laughs> right. Communication helps sex. <laughs> right. It does. Yeah. If she had told him that from the beginning, she, they could have worked around it. Right. The balcony. The minute he tells her, I'm a virgin, he becomes great in bed. That's, there's no coincidence to that. It's funny. I feel like men have a much bigger issue with taking someone's virginity than women do. Oh, Absolutely. Like, I feel like men are very, are very not interested in touching that. Whereas women are like, great, great to worry about. Right. (laughs) You're right. Well, there's this thought of attachment with men where you're like, oh, I, and and also like, you know, you know, men don't really want to be remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fall in love with me, kid. Right. You don't want anyone being like, and that fucking loser piece of took shit. Took my virginity. And then took my virginity and then, yeah, ejaculated right. in his yeah. pants and left. Right? Yeah. Like, you just want to be like. It's funny because, like, I feel like, and you think here of, like, these, like, old school things where it's like he, like, you know, conquered the virgin or right. something. But I don't know if in practice that actually ever really. To me, anyone who's like that is, like, a lack yeah. of maturity. If you're like, I got to sure. have a virgin. Like, I'm like, what are you, Seven. Dude, yeah, I mean, like, the, the I don't yeah, see the appeal. No, I want to be with a a a, a veteran. <laughs> I want to be with someone who's been there before. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess women don't mind as much. I think. Yeah. What would you call this one? Um, I liked Maddie's um name. She had come so far. Come so far is great. And the Virgin Gary. I thought that was great too. <laughs> Did you have any? No. I, <laughs> balcony blow up. I like the, that. The Virgin Diaries. Premature moment. The model mess. Okay. Because he's a model. What was the first one? I like the first one. Balcony blow up. Balcony blow up is good. Yeah. Should have given him a balcony beach. Gotten him ready right. to go. Get him back. That's where you go. Back on the balcony. Come on. Bring it up. You know, let's start whittling at this penis. Get it going again. <laughs> Get back in the game. Right. Start pumping it up again. What, what, what Red flag or deal breaker if this happened with you with a guy? Like, the, here's the thing about premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell people. It's not about you. Oh, I've always been very flattered by premature ejaculation. Personally. I'm always thankful for that. Whenever so, always, whenever a woman I'm goes, yeah, oh my god, no, I'm flattered. I'm like, oh yeah. No, I'm totally. always like, I mean, it's probably just like a narcissist. I'm like, I'm that hot. Wow, it's funny. I did it again. It, <laughs> Didn't even have to do anything. I mean, imagine, imagine Snap if there your was, finger, he comes. You're like, oh, look imagine at that. if it were like the other way around, and a, a woman before she like you know just by you know you put your hand on her boob and she came, you'd be right. like, wow, I've got the touch. I got the. <laughs> I got the yeah. yeah, I guess I would. You're right. Yeah. Because I you know, but we hear a lot from like, he can't come. Is it me? And I'm I mean, always like, no, it's not you. Yeah. But it also the other way, it's not as much you too. Right. Well, and can come and comes too quickly, I think are two different. Two different things. I would rather, yeah. much rather as a man on like a one night stand, not be able to come. Okay. Than come too quickly. Come too quickly. 
there is nothing worse. You have ruined the party. The you fucked up on the surprise. You undid the confetti. I don't know. They're both in their own way. I think um, they're tough in their own way. I know that I, I find come too quickly more flattering. <laughs> I wish that was the case for all. <laughs> the worst part is like when you're like, especially on like a one night stand or like a in a situation where like right, things are right. hot. You're yeah. like, it's hot. It's great. Come on over, and then you're like, get out of those pants, and then, hey. I'm sorry, this never happens. I think I'm, I would I would love it. I'd be like, that's that, that I guess, you know, still got it. Still got it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, it wouldn't be a deal wouldn't be a deal breaker for me anyway. Well that's nice to hear. Yeah. I, that, I mean, again, if it was every time, I think there would be eventually probably be like a different you know, we would work on it together. Right. Well, it, I mean it's the it's the thing for relationship sex i i do right. believe relationship sex is better than yeah. single sex because single sex is like ah, we're guessing here right i'm doing what worked on the last one yeah you know so i mean is should it be flattering is my other question i guess or it's not doesn't really no. have to any, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i i guess it's a little flattering i i i but i don't think there's this it's like more about them than about you it's definitely more about me. Like this guy's living with his parents. Of course, he's all clogged up. Right. And he's a virgin. He's a yeah, virgin. Yeah. He probably fucking had to throw away those underwear. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> That's why when he had to go clean up, it's like, oh, got a mess on aisle five. Um, it's also like great if you're like trying to take it slow. <laughs> right. You, they go down on you and then and then you go and then you're about to you just touch them and then they come immediately you're like great you know we, we this was just <laughs> you already got yours you go boink and then <laughs> oh shit i guess it's, it's time it's time to go to sleep best if you're not watching on youtube you're missing out yeah Check it out. I got a All backwards right. hat on today because I'm one of those young kids. Cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another email. All right, I'll read it. 
Hey, J&J, my best friends are a couple who met each other at university and have and I've been their third wheel ever since for about the past seven years. It's a long time. Wow. This was the first and only relationship. This was his first and only relationship and her second relationship. The first being in high school. Um, I don't know why that's relevant. They often take an interest in and offer advice on my dating life. They're just as keen on me getting a girlfriend as I am, as I am. So we can go on double dates together. Several times I've asked them to set me up with people they know, not anyone specific, just people they think would be a good possible match. Their response is always that they don't want me to date people they know in case it doesn't work out. I'm a bit frustrated by this. I understand where they're coming from. I've had some relationships end with hurt feelings or awkwardness in the past, but that seems to be the norm, right? I feel like watching me try and fail at relationships on dating apps over the years has made them afraid to set me up with anyone, that it will inevitably end badly. Part of me also thinks that since neither of them has ever used dating apps, they think it's easy to find a quality match there or think that my lack of success is because of something I'm doing wrong. I've tried explaining to them that dating apps are basically like Facebook marketplace where people are often flaky, weird, and often talking to a dozen people at once and that a setup with a mutual friend would have a much higher chance of going well. I've tried to reassure them <laughs> that if it didn't work out, I'd owe it to them to end it as amicably as possible. This has not convinced them. How can I convince my friends to set me up with people they know? Or is it a lost cause? For context, I'm a 27-year-old man and I live in a mid-sized city. As someone who is somewhat socially awkward, I've always been most comfortable using dating apps to meet potential partners, although I've also dated people I've met in person through mutual friends before. With girls I've dated, things have, uh, things have lasted one to three dates with a few two to three monthers in the mix and about 50-50 in terms of who has ended it. And a few of them I've become friends with after a bit of time apart. I love this that it's from a guy. It's very guy. That's it. It's very guy the way he ends it. No With sign off? <laughs> no sign off. <laughs> also, yeah. the math of it. It's okay. very un. He's like, I need woman. Give me woman. Like, it's right. the, the. He doesn't even hear how he sounds. Yeah, and I'm like he's doing a a bit about like why they should set him up because he's trying to explain his way into it. Right. Like, no, no, no you don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> the dating apps are not that easy. Like, right. I don't think that's why they're not setting you up. Not at all. And the way you describe them is probably part of the reason they're not setting you up. It's Facebook Marketplace. Everyone's awkward. All everyone else is the problem, Everybody but him. Writes, I'm also. <laughs> yeah. I'm social. I'm somewhat socially awkward. <laughs> but that's not seen as a bad thing for him. Right. You know, it's just, this is who I am. And then they're awkward on the apps. The, I, I think you have to be, a, first of all, I understand why your friends don't want to set you up just generally because it's hard to, right. you, you don't want to ruin what you got. You, everyone's about their own comfortability and they don't want to ruin the friend group, but also they, they don't want to, it's just, you, you, you don't think of people that way. I think sometimes there's, there's probably a few different reasons mm -hmm. here. One is they've tried to set him up without mm. telling him the people that they've tried to set him up with weren't interested, but they're not going to tell him that. That's the hard truth. You're, he needs to hear that. That's right. a potential that's option. A bit, well, that's not just a potential option. That's probably what's going on. Yeah. I mean, if I had a friend who asked me to set them up and I threw them out to a few people I thought might be a good match to them and they were all like, eh, not for me. I wouldn't go back and say that. Everyone yeah. I wanted to set you up with is not interested. I would say- <laughs> They all said you were ugly. Right. I'm sorry. I wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> yeah. I would say, you know, I'd rather I'd rather not right. set you up. They all thought you looked or, like you ejaculated early in your pants. 
They said you look like that. We don't. <laughs> they don't and know. This, this is for women too, right? I think, right, yeah, right, right. I've got like, do you know what I mean? If someone's not setting you up, it's could be a few things. And, and, and if someone's not setting you up, and you ask them to set you up, mm. um, it's because they don't think anyone they know would actually get along well with you, mm-hmm. or they maybe do floated you to them. They weren't interested, so they're not going to set you up with them. And they and again. Based on what I just said, the they're going to make life comfortable for themselves. They're not going to say to you, they don't want to date you. Right. I wouldn't is, say that to someone. I wouldn't say that to someone either. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I think the other thing to acknowledge is the way he wrote this email. I've asked them. Um, they're worried in case it won't work out. I understand where they're coming from. I've had some relationships end with hurt feelings or awkwardness in the past, but that's the norm, right? The the idea that it's the norm, no, no, no. And then they write, I feel like watching me try and fail at relationships on dating apps over the years has made them afraid to set me up with anyone. That will inevitably, that it will inevitably end badly. Yeah. Right. The idea that you've given into like, Relationships don't work out and they hate each other. That's the norm, right? No, well, no, that's not the norm. The norm isn't, I hate that person. The norm isn't anger or, you know. I think that the norm might be a hurt feeling. Sure. A temporary hurt feeling. But the fine. norm isn't to let it drag right. and talk to shit like about them. To be extremely awkward and weird. Yeah. Right. And they've probably watched you have these things. And listen. That's another it, option too. Yeah. That's another option. Like you have to consider yourself. Right. You know, like, I'm not saying that this person's doing things wrong, but don't be unaware of who you are and how you act. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. If you're actually like, if you're trying, if you actually think this could be a possibility and you want to have a real conversation with your friends, you could say, does something about the way that I date kind of make you less, make you feel like you're more hesitant to set me up with someone. I think that's a fair question. If they're right. actual friends, she said he's been the seventh, the third wheel for seven years. Mm-hmm. They're actual friends. I wouldn't voluntarily say that to someone if I thought that they were like dating in a way that I didn't think was particularly helpful. Right. But if they asked me if they were like, is there something about maybe like the way I'm dating that makes you more hesitant to set me up? I would answer truthfully if they had asked me. That's an easier way to answer that. You're you're yeah. totally right. Because then you would go, okay, this person wants to have a conversation that is editorial. Right. You know, like yeah, they, and they're they, open to that. They're, they're not going to be mad at me saying that because they're they're introspe- They're being a little more introspective. And I would say that this guy isn't introspective. And you wrote in the you said something very specific in the beginning. She the the emailer says. Uh, this is the, his first and only relationship and her second relationship, the first being in high school. You were like, why is that important information? It's important information to the emailer. They're writing it because they don't trust their friends' opinions on modern dating, on relationships. They're saying because they met in high school or because they met in college or because they've been together and they didn't have to deal with the world that they deal with, that they don't get anything. So that's why he doesn't trust them for an opinion on his dating life. So he's fucked. You know, like, like he isn't being introspective. Right. Well, that's why I'm saying. Right. Like he's, he's just saying, what's wrong with them? Right. What's wrong with them that they won't set me up? What's wrong with you, buddy? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because yeah. I do think most people, if they had someone good in mind to set up their friend that they actually thought was, was acted like a great catch, mm-hmm. um, they would probably do that. If, if someone came, again, if someone came along and they were open to it as well. And there's another route this guy could go. 
who's the friend you're talking about? You know, mm-hmm. if, take a chance, be a little vulnerable. Like, hey, your friend so and so, what's their deal? Right. Why Is, do you think you'll be you'd be a good match for them? Right. And then and then at least you go instead of I'll you take have any anyone. friends. <laughs> No. Do you know any females with right. a pulse that right. might be interested in a man? That like a premature ejaculator? You know, like, yeah, that's kind of, you know, there's a little too much of like, and I understand this as a single person, um, we become annoying. We're annoying because we go, I'd love to be fixed up. And then someone comes to you and goes, you gotta meet Rachel. And then they're- And then you go, let me see some pictures. And you're like, oh, you just said you want to be fixed up. And you go, yeah, but I want to be fixed. I want to know what I'm getting into. And then they show you a picture. You go, eh, and now you're the annoying. Like, who I are you? I, I don't think that person's annoying. Personally. Okay. I think that's like, that's great. You ha- The worst person is like, I don't know. Like, I'll get back to you in a couple weeks. Right. Maybe. Give me a yes or Let no. Let me see if I, you know, <laughs> like how this thing goes. I think that uh, someone who says, not my type. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I wish I said not my type to someone recently and they were like, just come on. <laughs> just go. Well, then you know, and it's more like, about, Ugh. that's what I'm saying. Then you know, it's more about them there's than it is about you. Yeah. There's something else afoot. Because it's kind of like, like the whole thing is that you want to be like additive to both people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're, con- why would you want to set a friend of yours up with someone who didn't want to go, but you convinced them to go? <laughs> Oh, I gotta go on this date because I gotta make sure my like it's yeah. such, it does feel like such a waste of your life. Totally. If someone says not my type, I immediately drop it. Right. I think is the move. Not my type is is um it's such a hard thing to say. I don't think it's that hard. I don't. I know. don't think it's I because I, it's also because sometimes someone will say not my type and then someone else will say not my type about them. I don't think it's I, like you know it's a type. I think it's a hard thing for people yeah. to believe. Because you could be like, this person, I want to be with them. And that's why I'm setting them up with you. And then they go, that's not my type. And you go, how could it not be your type? What are you talking? And you go, and then you find out, like, you you know that everyone has a type. Everyone's got something that they go, you know, you need excitement to create a connection. I agree. Not just be, not to go just because someone like, you feel guilty saying no. I think that's not an exciting date. That's why I have a track record of zero marriages with all my setup. (laughs) I'll get you there, Jordana. One I'll day. I'll find you one. Find me I'll the find one. find you one. Listen, we're very excited for our special guest. We're going to play some games, but yes. we have Fortune Feimster coming on. A fantastic comedian Netflix special that's out right now. You can watch it. I give my stamp of approval. That's right. You heard it. Oh, wow. The freed stamp of approval. Freed stamp. I don't just give that thing out. Okay. Stamp. There's the stamp. There we go. Maybe we can get a graphic in there. we'll be we'll be right back this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in williamsburg virginia there's never too much of a good thing whether you're a foodie a golfer a history buff a shopaholic an outdoor enthusiast or a thrill seeker you'll find what you came for here and more so ask yourself what is it you want discover williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com 
And we are back. Uh, hilarious comic, very special guest. New special out right now called Good Fortune. Fortune Feimster, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. So pumped to have you. We're going to play some Red Flag Deal Breaker. All right. We are. But first, I mean, I we have dating and relationship podcast. Yeah. Listen to your special last night. So funny. Everyone who listens to this podcast is going to love it. Oh, I hope so. And I love the um, the story of you proposing to your wife. Yeah. It was like nothing, nothing perfect. Went right. <laughs> <laughs> the story hopefully is perfect, but what happened was not perfect. It yeah, was everything the, that could go wrong. The story, the, wrong. the storytelling was perfect. Yeah, yes, it was. It. Uh, I thought I was going to be so romantic and and really nail it, and just one thing after another kept going wrong. Well, you know, it was nice to hear about it. From um, I got married last year, so I got engaged a couple of years. Yeah, and it was nice to hear it from the other side because as the person getting proposed to I'm just like judging all the different like <laughs> yeah right <laughs> not yeah. the other side of all the work that goes into it and the things you know yeah because you just have to look surprised like oh, exactly. I have no idea and then hopefully say yes. yes and then I got to yeah and and I don't think you know people had seen it from a female perspective of someone doing the asking as well and you know thinking about things like candles and you know, well, it still sounded like you thought through a, like a lot. I tried more than the average person. <laughs> I tried, so. but you do sort of think that it's going to be like what you see on, you know, Instagram or Pinterest. Yes. All these beautiful photos, and this is like here's the truth behind those photos. Was she surprised? I think she knew it was coming, but um, because I was just acting weird the okay. whole weekend. But uh, her I nails done. Yeah, I think her nails were done, but okay. she th I think she thought I was going to propose at dinner, which would have horrified her because she did not want to be proposed to in public. <laughs> and the waiter kept asking several times, actually, if she wanted a dessert, not just once. I, just, so I had to streamline it for the story. But so she kept thinking, am I supposed to order dessert? Am I going to like choke on a ring? And so she was starting to get a lot of anxiety. So. <laughs> It didn't happen at dinner. And I agree with her. I think the public proposal is very anxiety-ridden. Yeah, so. she did not want anybody looking at her in that moment. So she, Not at a baseball game no. on the Jumbotron. She didn't want to be on a kiss cam, nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny. You you pick out the things from the special. Like, that relate that's what, to me. That yes. relates to you. Because <laughs> yeah. we both watched the special. Like, And it is funny. Like, And everyone should go watch it. Great date night. Great night that's in the right. couch. Netflix. It's out right now. Good fortune. Um the the idea of being each other's type yeah when you talk about you know that your wife usually goes with a certain type of woman mm -hmm. and you <laughs> you know maybe present as that type of yeah. woman and then you're not i yeah, i like cuz that happens a lot where people especially from the women that write in they're like not my type but i'm going to give it a chance right like what how do you is there a point where like that works into the relationship where you you want to be their type or yeah. it, I mean, I think you think that I think you do have to give somebody a chance because you aren't necessarily what meets the eye. You know, mm. I feel like people are more nuanced than that. There's right. not like one type of person anymore. We come right. from so many different backgrounds, have so many different experiences that like, yeah, I might have like these broad shoulders and like to wear jeans and T-shirts, but I'm not the one that's wanting to kill the spiders. You know? Right. <laughs> I, I'm not that I'm not that girl. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like if you were to see me walk up, I get called sir a lot, you know, and 
Uh, but I'm, I, you know, moving my wrist around like a... <laughs> well, you talked about the Home Depot, yeah. and it was like getting approached at Home Depot, and like you say, and the, the, you go, someone comes up to you and goes, What's, uh, hey, dude. Yeah, where are the nails? <laughs> and I really am like, I'm here for cleaning products. Right. I don't know. I'm not that I'm cleaning. I'm not good at that either, but yeah, I'm rarely doing the, the butch stuff. Right? Well, I think a lot of guys, you know, they're all type. Mm-hmm. right away like don't give the i i was thinking about this yesterday like because i i was i was on someone's instagram stories and they were talking about like you know should i give the guy another ch-? it was a woman asking yeah. a woman at should i give the guy another chance yeah and i kept thinking of it from my what i like hearing you know <laughs> i wasn't into you at first and then on the 14th date you checked a lot of boxes you like, might some people's personalities come through if you felt like it was someone who was like you know out of my league, Maybe, I guess. Yeah, yeah you'd be like, right. That's why, I mean, isn't that why people like lie about their height and stuff mm-hmm. on the dating apps? Is because they're like, once I get in front of them. Yeah, once they hear my zingers, whole... they're not going to care that I'm 5'3". Right. right. <laughs> or, or get hoodfish. Isn't that why people hoodfish? They hoodfish. I would say right. the hoodfish yeah. instead of catfish, like they live in a different neighborhood that you thought. Oh, gotcha. Right. They live in Hoboken. And you're like, oh, yeah. I would have never. You're never going to go that far. No. Well, with guys, your type. Is it? I thought it was just like, oh, you. There's boobs. Great. That's that's pretty much Toad describes starts. it. No. <laughs> like boobs, boobs. That's I, I actually say that on the first date. I, they get there and I go, boobs, sweet. Boobs. Yeah. We can work with this. Yeah. This is okay. <laughs> Halfway there, turn around, little twirlsy. Um, no, I, I guess like you know, I don't know. I I because I go on the apps and I'm very visual. Yes. Oh, imagine that. I got right. visual. <laughs> right. Oh, you're the first guy I've <laughs> yeah. met like that. Exactly. So I'm like all these other idiots and we're sitting there like boobs, ass. Boobs. Okay. But like, and then you go, well, you know, the, I don't know because you guys get asked their type a lot. Yeah. And I just, I, I, when I heard you talk about the special and just like, I just thought it was so interesting. The idea of like, well, this is, it isn't my type, but it is. Like, right, we right. fell in love, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And getting, I don't know if I could get well, even guys, on the first well, day. How did well, you guys, guys go meet? physical first, right? You go physical, right. and, then you, and then you think about the personality. Right. <laughs> so then that has to evolve. Uh, we met at Gay Pride in Chicago. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. so we were not, obviously, either of us expecting to meet anyone significant at a Gay Pride. That's usually where people get hammered and... Have a good time for the weekend. We want to float? No, I wish. That <laughs> like, like, we were two floats. Yeah. <laughs> Looking across. What? Hey, you're pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, was, it truly wasn't a parking lot. There yeah. was this. Uh, a parking lot? A gay pride? This sounds, <laughs> this sounds like a Republican commercial. <laughs> this is how they meet. They're in the parking lot. <laughs> Hide your parking lot. Um, yeah, we. The, well, it was like a party. They like, mm, okay. they, like commandeered party. a parking lot okay. to have a party. Uh, and they had like bands and DJs and stuff, and I was going to uh, announce like one of the performers, um, and just was watching some of the entertainment. And she walked up with a friend. It's like really, truly one of those come coming out of nowhere moments that people say can happen, and I never thought in a million years would. And you live in LA, and where did she live? She at was the time? In, living in Chicago. Oh, yeah, wow. so we uh, we hit it off right away, and kind of knew there was something more there and ended up dating long distance for a whole year we get asked about long distance a lot what's the what's the secret what what helped you in long distance oh man it's really hard we both at the end of the year were so tired because you're (laughs) because i'm traveling for stand-up and she's a kindergarten teacher and 
So she was like leaving school at like you know four p.m. on a Friday and rushing to the airport. Oh my! Either meeting me on the road or in L.A. and then I would come there in between traveling for stand up. And at the end of the year, we both were just like depleted, like loved each other and knew that this was something significant, but so it's hard. Who did you? How did you decide who was going to be like moving? Well, I don't know. I guess we kind of thought I was filming stuff at that point in L.A. And there was a lot of stuff happening. Like my career was crazy and wild. And uh, it just, I don't remember how it came up, but it just was like, came up, up that she would be the one that moved. Cause I think because there's no filming in Chicago, there's like three okay. shows and uh, Shameless was already taken. They had all their people, <laughs> like, like 17 members of the Chicago cast. Hope is yeah, over. Yeah. I couldn't be on the Chicago Hope. <laughs> Um, so it was called Dick like, Wolf and you're like, come on, <laughs> come get some on. ideas. Yeah. I got a pretty girl here in Chicago. <laughs> He's like, no. Uh, so yeah, she, we kind of had to make that decision, uh, because it was either like, it was weird. We were talking about last night. It was either we're going to move in together or break up because she had a, uh, you know, f to go back to teaching, mm -hmm. she didn't want to leave mid school year. Right. So it'd be it's another whole year yeah. of till we figured it out. So we kind of had to be like, this is it. We got to decide now. And she made the leap. I think that's, that's great. I feel like that that's how you must've had in your, in, in your head when you, when she did decide to move mm -hmm. out there that you were like, this is going to be like the one, this is going to be like something like, super, I mean, that was super, the hope. Super serious. That. Yeah. Right. Cause otherwise I feel like then you're like the asshole. Who has <laughs> someone move their whole life I for thought, you. I right? thought that yeah. too. I think we both got yeah. really nervous. I think driving out there and weren't really saying it to each other that we had these a lot writing on this yeah <laughs> like oh this is gonna work out right and uh you know for me it was i hope i haven't ruined this person's life i hope everything's you know because you don't know how some you're gonna right. be when you live together right i know she's hoping like i hope i didn't just like leave my job and my friend's for some a-hole you yeah. know and and so we both had all these fears and just weren't saying it, and and then I think you know it come finally starts to come out that we have these things, and then as soon as we got to our, the house and settled in, it just sort of was like okay, we can do this. Okay, what, and what, it felt pretty. It felt good like right away. So great. it was yeah. easy living together, yeah. but yeah. and but Especially when you, I feel like if you move long distance with someone, you kind of know within like ten days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, a horrible idea. Get out! Yeah. She's uh, all calling. Can I get my job back? <laughs> well, I you know, I'm, there's listener. We get these emails a lot. Like mm -hmm. a lot of the things you're talking about are things yeah. we get asked about. You're yeah. living this situation. Is there, what's the hardest part about having someone move to you? Did she have friends there? Did she have a, no. like you have a group there, I'm sure. And yeah. especially because I visited LA, mm -hmm. LA more than New York. New York, you walk outside in the streets, you're yeah. a part of the madness. Mm -hmm. it never, it, the day kind of flies by. Yeah. I feel like when I go to LA, Everyone has their pods, yeah. their groups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't, they're very insular. It doesn't feel like you could meet someone new. It's gotta be hard. To yep. bring someone into that world. She definitely had the hardest transition uh, than me because my life was there. My right. friends were there. Uh, so she was the one taking all the risk. Right. A hundred percent. You know, she had to, to give up a lot to come. Uh, and it wasn't easy. L.A., like you said, uh, it's so difficult to meet people. I had mm -hmm. a hard time moving there. I, I say everyone needs like two to three years. You're going to like kind of hate it at first. Mm. You're not going to really have friends. And it's lonely, and, and it really did work like that for her. It was a couple of years 
before it started feeling like home. Uh, luckily, she started making some good friends, but it took a while. Right. Um, and, and I know that was a tough transition for her. Now, luckily, she really likes L.A. a lot and has found her groove and stuff. But, yeah, I imagine that had to have been a really difficult decision for her. Right. Uh, Were there changes that you had to make? Not as many as her, you but know. But for her, like, was there something where you're like, all right, I got to make sure I bring her in. Like, let's have a welcome party with the friends. Let's, you know, like, let's play, like, you know, do some team building activities. I definitely had a trust fall as yeah. soon as she walked in the door. I was like, I got you. Come on. Who's catching me? That's your new best friend. Do you, do you feel guilty going out with your friend if she's, you yeah. know, sitting home alone yeah, yeah. with no, you know, Yeah, you had to figure out that yeah. dynamic, too, right. because especially when there are two women, you know, it's just different. It's not like we're going to go have a boys night and, and right. stuff like that. Um, so, you, so you're both uh, trying to figure out each other's world and, and how you fit with each other now. And I don't know, I, I wanted her to feel like, because uh, I, I had a house, but I wanted to feel like she wasn't moving into my house that like, right. no, this is going to be our, our house. And so I uh, had pictures printed out of her family and friends and put them all around the house that's so nice. oh, that's nice. in uh, frames and stuff. That's so sweet. So that she walked in and like, there's a picture of her grandparents and there's a picture of her mom. And you know, she's like, "Why do you have a picture of my grandparents?" I know. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> they lived there for fifty years. <laughs> I stare at this picture every night. <laughs> I love your grandparents so much. Uh, they are pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just wanted her to come in to feeling something familiar. Oh, and, really nice. uh, I'm trying to think if any guy would ever do that. That is like I the sweetest like they would, thing. They would definitely not. <laughs> right. I'm hearing this going, that is the sweetest thing I've ever yeah. heard. And then I'm also going, I don't That's a good idea. Like, I should write that down in case I meet someone that has oh to move I'm across the country. That's always that thoughtful. So no, that's, that was that, pretty that's, thoughtful. That's extremely thoughtful. I'll mention, like, one of my nieces now, and Mike will be like, who? Right. <laughs> We've been married for, you know, a year. Right. I had an artist <laughs> render what our child would look like, a combination of our two faces. Like, yeah, yeah so I just wanted us. I just wanted to feel like home. I didn't right. want to because I imagine that had to be, that has to be hard if you're like moving into someone else's space, feeling like right. oh I can't put my glass here. Uh, where's my where are my clothes gonna go? Oh I, can I sit here? I got, you shouldn't feel like that when you're about to move into a yeah. place. So that I was like that's the least I could do is try to make this house comfortable and feel like hers too. It sounds like uh, it works. She was making all these you know sacrifices for me. Uh, but, that, but she's always been awesome like that. You know, with my career, she's so supportive. She's an executive producer on both specials. Oh, wow. Very oh, that's involved cool. with both of them. Goes on the road a lot with me. That's and, amazing. Yeah. And so when you were going to propose, is that something you like discussed before? Or was this like a complete surprise? That I would put it in the special? <laughs> <laughs> you know this is going to be material, right? Well, <laughs> um, that would... Did I discuss proposing? Yeah. Um, you discussed you were going to get married. I think we... Yeah, we knew yeah. we were headed towards that like okay. the, i don't i can't honestly remember if we had like a very like formal right conver- wait no i take that back we did look at diamonds okay so, <laughs> so then yes she That's was aware answer, right? i was like wait did we talk about it yeah because i made the mistake of uh bringing her her mom and her friend and her to look at some diamonds uh these are for the frames for, of the pictures usually, of your family. Yeah, you can't really say that. And, yeah. uh, and they, you know, brought out some, and they're like, "Oh, those are pretty. Those are pretty." And they brought this one. They're like, "Whoa, that was so nice." And I was like, "Oh, now I gotta get this one." You know, you can't get the one. That, yeah, now you can't be like, "Well, what like, about no, this that's one?" Cute, right. you know? 
You knew you got to get the one where everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's yeah, the, the one." The showstopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she knew it was coming, uh, but didn't know when it was gonna happen. And then once I got the ring, I don't like being responsible. I don't wear a lot of nice jewelry, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't like being responsible for nice pieces of jewelry i'm like get it i gotta get it out of my hands so i was just antsy to like figure it out so in the moment of that weekend in my head i was like i probably should abort this mission (laughs) and start over another time another weekend not like i'm not gonna propose but like i don't know if this weekend's the right one because everything kept going wrong but i just didn't want to keep being responsible for the ring and in my head i was like you already planned to do this. I'll just have anxiety. Well, it sounds like it came out like f- funny, but very like you know thoughtful. I think that's yeah. all. I always think it's like that's what goes into that's what makes a good proposal is something that shows that you like know the person, you mm-hmm. put thought on it. I mean, we've had people write in with very bad proposals. <laughs> right. And usually when the person's upset, it's like you did something that shows yeah. that you don't even like really know. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, even know me? Did, right. was, yeah. was this, this could this have been an insert person right. here? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm not, I say it in the special, I am not the most romantic person. Uh, so that kind of stuff is hard for me to try to think of what to do. But that's why it's even better because it was romantic. So it's like when you, I think it's more romantic when you do something that's not in that's your not nature. Your thing, yeah. If you were the kind of person that was like writing her love songs and uh, yeah. you know, w- waking her up every well, day, a lot of love songs. Like, <laughs> like then this would be like, okay, she does that for everyone. That's yeah, not like right. so. It doesn't show I that do she write cares. love songs for everyone <laughs> in my life. Well, <laughs> oh, you do. All right, I'll send you my address. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got one coming, I, I, bud. I better have something in the mail. Get I, ready. Yeah, yeah, get out that guitar. Uh huh. Um, do we want to play some games? Yeah, let's do it. So we play a game called Red Flag Deal Breaker. Yeah. It's pretty, you know, I'm sure you know it even by hearing the title. You're going to hear a scenario. Mm-hmm. Someone's going through something. Everything's going perfect. Is it a red flag? You see it, notice okay. it, but you keep in it. Or is All it a deal right. breaker? You break up right away. All right, let's see it. Yeah. And listen, people, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening right now, go on Netflix, hit the Fortune Feimster special. It's called Good Fortune. Put it on your queue. Get yeah. it on the... Get it ready for the, you know, Sunday on the couch, Friday night, staying in. It's a great special. Loved it. Hilarious. Great for cuffing season. Yes, it is. And if you're going to propose, it'll tell you what not to do. All right, ready? Hey, J&J, love you guys. Love being a subscriber. Can't wait to hear your take on this one. Red Flag or Deal Breaker, he still has all his old relationship Instagrams up. Let me explain. A couple years ago, I was in grad school. My friend from home was setting me up with her friend from college. When I did my classic first Instagram deep dive, I noticed he had all his photos up from his past relationships, which had ended over a year prior. He posted pretty frequently, so it wasn't like they were the first thing in his feed, but they were all still there. On top of that, they they all still had their original captions. Happy birthday to the love of my life. Cheers to the <laughs> Cheers to the best girl a guy could ask for. Thankful for her. And these aren't even close to the mushiest or longest captions. It even ended up working out with, it never ended up working out with us, but I wanted to hear your thoughts. I'm not sure what reminded me of this today, but I had to go back and check and see if they're still up. And they are. So red flag deal breaker. He's still got a bunch of couples pics with his ex on his page, confessing his love for her. What do you think? And did, what, did she say she, that she still is with him or no? No, they, they never they didn't work. Uh, they didn't work out. Never ended up working out with us. I see. I wonder if he still has pictures up of them. 
Of her too. Well, maybe they didn't even did, get that yeah, far. Did they, get right. that far? they didn't it's, get Instagram right, official. Right, right, right. They, <laughs> I think they, she didn't yeah. get a hard she launch. Love of she my was, life. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the other one was still number one. Love. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Oh man, I mean that would be. I can see like a couple slipping through the cracks because you're like you're busy. You know how right. how much time you have to go back and take everything down. But like a, a, a multitude of them is is bizarre. I, I mean, think, you meet your wife. Do you yeah. go and immediately? Do you go to Instagram? Do you go? You oh, yeah. do some stalking. Everybody stalks right. the person they 100%. just met. Right. You're at the Chicago. You know, you're at the Pride Parade. And yeah. Then you get home. You you're go. Like, Let's... What's your last name? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, Why do you want to know? No reason. Yeah. Here's my question though. Do you? And I feel like women maybe more commonly stalk. Really far Women back. Women are stalkers. Really far going, back. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I feel like you probably they should work look for at the, the CIA. First <laughs> Ten pictures. Well, here's what I don't think of, and I, this is where I give this guy empathy. I don't think of like the the cleanup job right. of the person that existed before. I don't. I've never had this situation where I go. Ah! And I run to Instagram yeah. and I archive. I was about to say I don't think guys think about it like women do. I was, like I in that. their head, they're not like. I met someone, I gotta go to Instagram stat and get rid of pictures. Yeah. I don't think they think that far. The only thing in this scenario that makes me not on his side is like he's an active user. And uh -huh. like, because she says he's an act, he posted pretty frequently. Right. But if you're posting frequently, you're like, oh, it goes down, my life right. keeps going down the scroll. Like it's not. Right, you're you're moving forward, not backwards. Right. right. Also, the ex could have been the one posting those. We don't right. know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like a multi, I don't know. I, I see it from both mm -hmm. sides. Cause on the one hand, I'm like, okay, clearly it didn't end that badly that he's like purging every yeah. single thing that ever reminded right. him right. of this person. And he's angry. Cause that would be like the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like, Worst case, he's like still thinking they might get back together. Mm -hmm. And best case, um, I guess, best case, he just is oblivious. Right. He doesn't right? care at all. He, right. Yeah. Which can be a problem, too. Right. If he's not like, think doesn't think about things. He could be kind of that type of personality. Like, I never think about Man, that's way yeah. deeper than I would think. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> no, but I, I agree. It like, maybe he just doesn't care yeah. and no, yeah. nothing matters to him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if nothing matters to him, then why is, you know, if he, the fact that he's saying, to the love of my life, best girl a guy could ask for, that seems yeah. like you care at one point. Right. Mm -hmm. But, or, or you just like an actor on right. social, are you one of those social media people? That's true. That is like, right. the love, all the for, wonder. All for show. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I would for me this wouldn't. I would see that, and I would. The only thing I would look at when I look back is like, do I look a lot like the last guy? That's the one thing, and I yeah. guess that's a narcissistic. Yeah, quality you definitely of me. check out. I, I mean, you definitely are curious about who they dated before, right. and you want to see the pictures, and you do a little comparison right. thing. But yeah, when I met when I would meet people when I met Jax, if I saw like an ex in a post, I wasn't like, oh, why is that still up? It was more like, huh, interesting. Like, right. Because you're kind of taking that person in and comparing yourself. Of course. I, yeah, yeah, I kind of have that. But I guess, the, and then you would think, I would think it's, I actually know someone that went through this, like a, a, from the guy perspective. And yeah. he, for her he, exes. For, right. for her exes. Okay. And he was like, looks like it got pretty, you know, yeah. the serious nature of what they were in. He was like, well, maybe they're not out of that yet oh, maybe they're still the and that's the yeah. fear and then right and then it did end up coming up in their relationship and i, I remember he asked mm. me he was like what what do you think i was like mm. 
I would just mention like you got all these things up. Mm-hmm. What right. you know, it makes me feel this way, and and it ended up getting taken away. But it was it wasn't until later. It wasn't like yeah. Oh, I want to fix you up with this person. Then like oh okay. Mm-hmm. It 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 was like months in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess wonder because it's like a social media is so new relative to like history. Right. So is it going to be like if you didn't, let's say you were the kind of person who's like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't think about it. Your grandkids mm-hmm. are going to be like, you know, I assume they're going to see your social media posts at some point or oh, your, wow. kid, your kids. I didn't think right. that part. And they're going to be like, mom, who's this guy? Right. Like, yeah. Who is the love of your life? Who was the actual love of your life? Yeah. She's, <laughs> like, she's like, I got around. Right. <laughs> your grandma. Yeah. Your grandma yeah. had some fun. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess you, you, you didn't grow up with scrapbooks. Or many people, maybe someone had. Maybe you'd find an sc- old, an old picture in the yeah, back of someone's closet or something. The equivalent. Yeah. Old letters, and right? Stuff. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why does this person say you're the love of their life? And this yeah. letter they yeah. wrote you, yeah. Yeah, because I think yeah, at some point you probably. I mean, if they had gotten more serious, she probably could have just been like, you're going to need to go to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, a, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I did. Well, he really <laughs> fucked himself. Like, you, that's what you did. <laughs> I waited like two years and then I was like, all right, the pro, the old profile pictures could go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. have a spring cleaning. That's, that's enough. <laughs> Everybody should actually do a spring cleaning yeah. of multiple right? things. There's some, I wore some really bad sweater vest yeah. Yeah. in my past and some Let's get to the r- very rid of choice the- outfits. Those should also be wiped off the internet hey we're gonna do a cleaning your sweater vests um your old girlfriend on instagram uh let's go through three let's make room for some new things well it teaches you something for these captions right you gotta be careful you can't be too too enthusiastic in these captions no yeah unless you're like in it to win it and real serious but if you're in the early stages you shouldn't be pouring your heart out i guess that's why so many women do like the this guy yeah. As opposed to like right. writing like because no one like, could be like, well, it wasn't that guy, right? <laughs> Just that guy. Love of my life is a very strong. That's a, a strong thing to say. That's a very strong yeah. thing to say. Yeah, that's a. That's the reason I wouldn't date them. Is the cheers caption? to the love of my life. Uh-huh. The caption ma- matters more to me than the picture. Like I, the caption is like, oh, I'm day. De- I'm I'm gonna go out with this delusional idiot. Right. You know, like they didn't even think, you know, seems like you already found the love of your life. <laughs> right. Well, you know, at some point you do have to be secure, though, because, you know, the, the chance, depending on how old you are, the chances are that some the person you're with was in a serious relationship right. at some sure. point. So they did speak like that to that person and had that kind of relationship. So it's not not true. It's just weird when you see it. You're like, oh, I, I didn't want to see that, but it doesn't right. mean it didn't right. exist. You kind of want to live but in an ignorant bliss. Yeah, yeah. Do. exactly. Yeah. You yeah. do, but then you meet those people that you're like, are you that Instagram? Are you that person? Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is the life I'm signing up for. Yeah. I'm going to be the most wonderful girlfriend in the world yeah. one day. You know, like. Here's what people should do is I think you should, if you break up with someone, you can go back and edit the captions right. to be like what the reality was. <laughs> you just put this. Right. This is a mediocre relationship. Yeah. 
Happy birthday to, say, to, right. <laughs> to this person. Be like, hey, look. I mean, it wasn't You're, that happy great. Happy birthday to a fine individual. <laughs> yes. What your what your new version right. of them is. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't have to be mean. For, yeah. Happy happy birthday to my love of 2017 to 2019. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that would start so much drama. I'm just like, oh, really? You added it in the right. caption. Like, why are these all edited? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I guess I, I'm a red flag. What, what do I'm a red flag. I'm too. a red flag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do another one. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. They are 40 and they have semester at sea in the education <laughs> section on their hinge profile. Oh. Okay. They are 40 years old. Yes. And on their hinge profile, they're saying they went to a semester at sea. They, that was part of their college experience. They added semester oh, at from, sea. So yeah. we're like digging what like 18, 20, 20 years back. Yeah. Right. The highlight of their life. <laughs> Well, I guess oh, for no. education. <laughs> well, that's the scary part. Right? I didn't even yeah. know that was an option for education. <laughs> well, my question is on Hinge, does it automatically pull from like your Facebook profile or no? No, you got to make a... Um, like if it's an active, if it just happens to show up because back in high school, yeah. they had semester at sea and there is different than me being like, hmm, what am I trying to... How am right. I trying to attract people? It, it it doesn't pull. I agree. I agree like with if that. You just picked your headline and you didn't know. Like you right. filled out a form you, about yourself. Exactly. And it automatically was like, well, let's put this up. Let's highlight this thing. And you're like, right. oh, that God, was I your, didn't know that. Right. That I'm was go- your active choice. Right. I'm going to my profile to see. I've never been on Hinge. Um, what it is. Uh, Mine says my elementary school. No, I. <laughs> Best years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> no. Mine says I played high school football. Oh no, like, I'm a loser. So well, I, no, I, I, I do think you have to opt into what you put as your education. And that's weirder. Yeah. It's weird. That is weird. Because you're, you get to, you're putting. This is the resume. This is what you wanted people to see. Mm-hmm. You're saying that 20 years ago the greatest thing ever <laughs> happened to you and it involves you being hammered on a cruise ship <laughs> while quote unquote learning yeah. <laughs> well I guess it's something to talk about because you're looking yeah. to say like I went abroad I guess I you're guess. like you're trying to paint a profile because what bothered well, I don't that would be considered going abroad I, yeah. going on a I was, boat <laughs> I was going on a carnival cruise for six months <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I ate buffet for six months. I had chicken fingies. I they would film that stuff for MTV back in the day. I remember. That's the only way I knew about it. I, th- I don't. Think I don't I knew about that. I think they might have oh, yeah. done one season of Road Rules or it was, or its own show. Um, it was Real World C? Semester at Sea. Real World Semester. Oh wow, at sea. I missed yeah. that one. I'm a big Real World person too. I, I was, was too, and no. I think that was when it started going down. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, like learning. I I remember that because my cousin I think did semester at sea. Oh wow! Okay. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. Like you know, yeah. you know, it's not a good idea when thirteen okay. year old you is like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Like <laughs> on a cruise for six months. Oh my god! I'd be seven thousand pounds. Well, you seven- know, th- you know they can commit, <laughs> right? Right. right. Un- they can commit in an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about toilets. And is anyone truly going to class? And then how do you escape your pr- like the professors are also on board? Like, uh, in their bathing suits. You're running into each other on the Lido deck. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think sem- uh, semester at sea, red flag. If it said like their sorority or the fraternity, mm-hmm. I think I would be out. That would mm. be a different level of weird. 
or like uh, regression, at, like being right. a sorority on the ship or a separate thing, a separate thing. Like, like, like that's said the proudest thing that it, they have it. They in were there. part of that, like yeah. Chi Omega. I don't right. know whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> My greatest achievement <laughs> is sorority uh, social chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes you wonder if that, like, how how their life's going because yes. you're mm. like you should be proud of other things more current that was things. their peak see, see yeah. i separate it this way in your co if it's just a bullet point where like i went to penn state did a semester at sea i'm okay with that because it's mm -hmm. painting here's what my college right. was like education. i'm 40 it's education yeah. here's where i go off the cliff with this uh -huh. one when people write the riskiest thing i've ever done is move to australia for six months my junior year of college it's like yeah. Yeah, that's called college abroad. <laughs> that is not the you riskiest. Were a, you right. were in a program. Yeah. Right. And, and your your parents, parents, they housed you. You applied in Pennsylvania. And your parents paid. Yeah, and your yeah. parents paid. You had a credit card attached that didn't have your name on it. Now, let me ask you guys this. Would it be less of a red flag if the profile just said, I love cruises? Yes. That would yes. be less. less. Although I'm not like, a fan of cruises, yeah. but I do think it would be. That would be, be okay. At least it's more like. Like you like, said before, like you're not living thing. in like the past of right. your former glory of like those, those are your yeah. best days. And it sounds like they're behind you. Cause I, you, that you do have to line up what you're into. Cause some people hate cruises. It's like a adults who like Disney world. Right. There's right. A specific I come from person. a cruise family. You like okay. We used to go growing up. I do have this thing inside of me that wants to, that thinks a great idea for a new couple is a, is a, they call them, um, I think redirectional cruises. Redirection? I think this is oh, like finding like love couples therapy within your. Well, yeah, is that couples therapy? No, 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 no. They. <laughs> this is so not. <laughs> it's We're when both they. Wrong. It's when they. You're <laughs> both wrong. It's Swingers. when they for the seasons they when they move the boats from the Northeast, like okay. there's cruise ships that are docked during the summer, do routes around Nova Scotia. Okay. So then over from when they go from uh, summer to winter, uh -huh. the boat has to go from New York down to Miami. Okay. So there's something called, I think a redirectional, repositioning, repositioning cruise. Repositioning, okay. <laughs> and what they do is they go, you can get on the cruise for like, Three hundred dollars, okay. Because they have to get the boat down there anyways. Going but you're not going to see right. anything cool. You'll go to one island, yeah, but you're going to do pass, a lot of days at you'll sea. You'll wave at Virginia okay. Beach, right, right, right. <laughs> but I think, help serve the crew. I, yeah, you, yeah. You got to clean the boat. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to mop the decks, swab the deck. But, but all I do you think, can eat, baby, right? All you can eat. You got the pool, but I think it's a good idea for like if you're a new couple, like six months in, and you're sitting here in New York, and it's like February. You're like, you want to do something different. Wouldn't that be a fun adventure? That's more of an adventure than going abroad to Australia, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I always have this. That does not sound fun to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It's Especially me. you're new in dating. If it doesn't work out, you're and on this redirectional re cruise. Myrtle Beach. No. Okay. I'm glad I ran this by some women because. <laughs> don't yeah, don't yeah. ever. This is my big idea. No, don't ever oh offer that up. Happy <laughs> anniversary. I got us a $60 you, ticket on the redirectional cruise. And definitely don't put that in your profile. Oh, no. I got to Change the profile. <laughs> yeah, this was my version Red of printing flag. out the grandparents. That sounds like something someone who went to semester at sea would suggest. Right. <laughs> is this about me? Relive the glory yeah, days. Did you do this on your profile? Baby? I thought this was the sweetest idea ever. No, you guys are like, this is garbage. It's a terrible idea. If you're gonna go on a cruise ship, at least.
least go to like the Caribbean. I, I don't know. St. Like, John's. You, know, you took a flyer. A great way to find out just how cheap the guy is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, to it's like, Bogo. A, it's like going on a cruise because you got a Groupon. Yeah. You don't know. It's not it really is a version of that. All right, yeah. All right. Let's do one more. All right. Red flag deal breaker. When you get in a flight, they say, a well, fight, fight. oh, get in a fight. Sorry. Red flag deal breaker. When you get in a fight, they say, well, my mom agrees with me as part of their argument. Oh. <laughs> that can't be good. Right. What's the dynamic in a lesbian relationship between the moms? Between the mom and the and the The, the cross lady. mom. Oh, the, the daughter-in-law. The, the, the daughter-in-law, yeah. Our moms. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's probably similar to a heterosexual couple's. Is it? I, I don't know. Like, Everybody's sizing each other up, right? You're like, are you good enough for my right. my child? Yeah. Probably is what parents are thinking at first. I was just thinking like mothers and sons are like this weird kind of relationship. Yeah. And sometimes sure. it's like, the, you know, the, the, the girlfriend is like trying to break into this weird mother-son thing that and, might be going on or yeah. with the dependency issues. The My mom has that with me. I'm, oh, really? Yeah, that, because that, I was like her plus one forever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scary thing. That's a scary thing on my hinge profile into. if I had one. My mom's my plus one. Is this a deal breaker? <laughs> Good luck getting into this wedding. Um, well, my mom, my parents uh, divorced when I was young, mm. so I somehow kind of took on this role as I got older of sort of being the person with my, my mom that would go to things. We like went on a cruise together. We went on a really? cruise together, which I would never put on the profile. Mother-daughter mother, cruise? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I think that, that, that we had that similar dynamic of when I finally met, you know, that like she knew this is the one. There's a little like, well, who, what is this? What's happening? You know, kind of. Really? And I think uh, moms are like that with sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't know. I was they, there. Like my baby, you're taking my baby that kind of thing right yeah and then it becomes like a power struggle a yeah. little bit sometimes exactly um yeah. well have you ever had this happen in an argument uh i would never in a million years say i or at least god i hope i've never said this <laughs> <laughs> my wife is probably like i'm racking her brain right now uh thinking i don't think I've ever said that. Mm. Well, I feel like I hope I've never said that. I feel like that's a great way to get your partner to hate your mom. Yeah, exactly. Right. It would not help things at all. Because I mean, the the thing is, is that once you're in this relationship, y'all are that's the thing. This is the this is the right. thing. You are trying to like, uh, you know, I'm a I'm an appeaser. I try to please my mom, but mm. I can't I can't appease my mom over my wife. You know. Mm -hmm. It'd be even worse even if, they, if even if she's listening right now. Don't tell my mom this. <laughs> Please, God, no one tell my mom about this. She's gonna uninvite you to the cruise next month. It'd be much worse if they said mommy instead of mom. My mommy. Well, my mommy agrees with me. I have to say, I've had the urge to do this, but uh, my therapist. My therapist. Oh, really? <laughs> I've discussed this with my therapist, and here's what that's the most annoying thing you can do. I think I've probably done it. Um, you have done it? Yeah, it's probably yeah. it's probably one of the worst, one of the more, most annoying Ooh. things you can do. I would be like, get him on the phone. Get the therapist on the phone. I'd be like, great. Right. Get down for couples therapy. I want to hear how, the, so how much they yes. agree with you. Yeah. But rarely is my mom right, so I'm pretty sure. It's <laughs> actually a bad sign. I'm yeah. pretty sure right. I've never yeah. said that because I probably agreed that my, my mom wasn't right about whatever it was. Right. Mm. No, like, you know what? I think I said my therapist agrees with me in a fight with my, my sibling. Oh. And then they were like, well, mom's therapist thinks she's normal. 
So <laughs> that just goes to show you how much uh, that means. It's like you're. It's like they had this like gun hidden in their sock that you didn't know about. They've been waiting to use that line their whole lives. Have you said it? I I don't think I've ever said this. Well, my mom agrees with me. I yeah. I, I think I know well enough. I don't know well enough not to go on a repositional cruise. But I I do. This is one of those where I would. I think when you hear yourself say something like that, you go, right, you have to, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I'm that guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, because at this point, your mom's opinion can't be the end all be all. You're an adult. Well, you know? I think polling anybody in a fight, it's over. Like, mm. you know, when you go, well, so-and-so thought you're like, you feel a little like the relationship is naked. Right. Like yeah. I'd be annoyed that they even went to the, to the group chat, to the, yeah. you know, oh, my friend think you're crazy for doing this. Like, yeah. what? Right. Well, well, it's like you said, then you're pull, you're you're making your partner not like that person. Yeah. What That doesn't do anything good for that, for their relationship. Right. So that would be yeah, not smart to, to do. Yeah. Because you want everybody to, to be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's it's definitely a bad move if you can get away with uh, if not saying that. <laughs> even though I think you probably have the urge to, or I, it's even better. I think if you if you just you think it's better or worse if instead of saying my mom agrees with me, instead you say my mom thinks we should do it like that. So maybe mm. we should do it like that. That's almost I, like I feel like the more realistic version uh -huh. of like my mom doesn't think we should live here. <laughs> My mom doesn't, you know. <laughs> I, I, you know? I, I, I would still be like, "What? Well, she's not living here. What yeah, the fuck like does she have to do with this?" I, I feel like what we do now is like, well, people, you know, like okay. what people would agree with me. Uh -huh. That sometimes happens. Or like, ask anybody. Ask, yeah, right. Yeah. Ask, I'm right. Ask anybody. You go tell people this is your opinion. <laughs> That's right. what I do, and I do the hands. Too. Double. Ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll google it right um yeah listen this is so fantastic fortune thank awesome. you so much for coming on oh this my is pleasure so thank we, you all for having me this was awesome awesome I, I like talking about people's relationship problems yeah oh, well, it's not our problem you're yeah. welcome back anytime i think we had all, all we red do. flags were they all red flags today or i think the mom agrees with me i would be that would that'd be, be a deal breaker pretty close to deal breaker i think yeah. if it happened once um they would just be like berated but right. if it happened frequently <laughs> if this um, was their thing yes if it yeah. was their thing like, i'm gonna emasculate you well, right now until you never say that again <laughs> gotta cut it off immediately right cut it off you know, the head. from everyone they know and love right. and then you have to isolate them from everyone they've ever cared about yeah then you're fine. Exactly. Then, you're good. then it's, you can make it work. That's a healthy relationship. That's how, we, Forge, that's what we do here. We right. create healthy spaces for people. people. Yeah. I love it. Wow, well, solve... I got to be a part of it. Right. We solve dating every week. We want everyone to go watch Fortune Special. Go right now. Yeah. Put it in your queue. It's called Good Fortune. Fortune also has another special, Sweet and Salty. It's yeah. out there on Netflix. So you're yeah. you're all over the place. So you got plenty of content out there. That's right. And a brand new tour, Live, Laugh, Love tour. Going on tour. Where are you going first? Uh, gosh, uh, Texas, oh, wow. I believe. I'm, I'm going to a ton of places starting in late January. And then we're going to add a bunch more dates, too. So. Love And it. where can they find the tour dates? Uh, Fortunefeemster.com. Go for it. Go follow Fortune on all social media, Fortune Feemster. Good Fortune on Netflix right now. Jordana, uh, we solved dating again. We did yeah. it. You guys did it. Proud of us. Oh. You helped. I'm going to go call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. 
social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.